I'm Michael Dunn, and you're listening to Oregon Rainmakers on KLCC. My guests today are Sue Zenny and Danny Harris of Eugene Mountain Rescue. This all-volunteer organization is a vital part of Lane County Sheriff's search and rescue team. Sue Zenny, President, and Danny Harris, Communications Director for Eugene Mountain Rescue, thank you both for coming in and chatting with us. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Um, Danny, why don't you just kind of give us an overview of what Eugene Mountain Rescue is, or maybe Sue, because you're president, you give us an overview of what Eugene Mountain Rescue is. Okay. Uh, we belong to the Lane County Sheriff uh, Search and Rescue Group. Okay. So Eugene Mountain Rescue is a, um, a subset of that group that specializes in rope rescue, high angle, uh, mountains, steep terrain, or uh, difficult weather. Okay. So, so like if somebody, if somebody is in trouble and they, and they, if they have their cell phone, they dial 911 and maybe goes to the sheriff's office, knowing the type of, of, of problem outdoors, they're going to say, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to need in addition to what the sheriff's resources are, they're going to say, oh, well, Eugene Mountain Rescue, they kind of specialize in this. I'm going to call you guys out. Is that kind of how it works? Well, this, um, this is Sue. Yeah. Um, the sheriff who takes the call will determine what kind of resources are needed. So okay. do they need ground people to get the get the rescue team to the right spot? Do they need four-wheel drive operators? Do they need ham radio operators? Okay. Do they need dogs? So they'll they'll choose which resources that they need. And it could be they get one group going early, kind of a hasty team to see what the situation is, and then they'll decide if they need to send us out. Okay, okay. Um, Danny, you know, who are the members of Eugene Mountain Rescue? Where do they come from? Kind of our, you just mentioned that they're volunteers. Talk about the, the makeup of the Eugene Mountain Rescue group. Uh, we have people ranging um, from their 20s um, mm-hmm. into their well into their 60s mm. um, from the community. Uh, most folks come with a, a climbing background, but not necessarily the case so much anymore. Okay. And they're just folks that have... Uh, well, for the most part, time to commit to the program because okay. especially the first year is a, a huge training upload. Hmm. Uh, and then um, some flexibility in their schedule that they can, you know, go places often at really inconvenient times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, so I imagine it could be that you could be nestled in on a Friday night at, at 10, 10, 10 p.m. and all of a sudden... A call goes out or talk about how how that works in terms of how the sheriff gets a hold of of you all. Okay, this is Danny. Um, we actually have an app okay. uh, that on our phones that will go off. Um, most of us have chosen a very annoying ringtone, so something <laughs> that is specific to call outs and gets us up, um, you know, in the middle of the night or if it's ringing in another room, we know we got to go quick because that's our our app for our call out system uh and then we have to decide we look at the information that is given and then we you know think about you know what are my work commitments or what are my family commitments um is this something that i think i can go on Mm -hmm. um and am i physically like ready to do that Uh, often people you know maybe had a a huge workout yesterday or they're sure. a little injured and they're looking at that call out and going you know maybe i can't do that or maybe i can okay. and then you hit 
the respond button. Okay. Uh, also, you can uh, look on that app that we use and see what other types of resources have responded. Um, oftentimes, if I'm questioning whether or not I should or could take off work, I'll look at who else is responding and do they have enough resources and then make that determination on oh. whether or not we go. Okay. Is there a geographic region that Eugene Mountain, I mean, you're called Eugene Mountain Rescue, so my assumption is it's, is it just you, you would be uh, uh, engaged, enacted in Lane County? Yeah, this is Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lane County is our, our, where we respond to, but we also can help any of the other counties if they request help Okay. through the Sheriff Department. Does every county have a mountain rescue team, or is it, are you, you're, you're kind of the, the few, the proud? This is Danny. Uh, there are only five accredited mountain rescue teams in the whole state of Oregon, so okay. not every county has their own. Okay. Uh, we'll often go to other counties to assist as requested, um, and often we'll work together with, with other mountain rescue teams for large missions, like the, the big mountain missions that you hear about on okay. like Mount Hood or Mount Jefferson. Okay, okay. You know, Sue, I, I wanna ask you, I'm gonna ask you both, I'll start with you. Why did you decide you wanted to be a part of Eugene Mountain Rescue? Talk a little bit about your background and, and, and what was the motivation? I, the motivation is starts with wanting to help people mm-hmm. and a love of the outdoors okay. and maybe a need to learn what kind of things happen in the outdoors that I don't want to have happen to me. <laughs> so, you know, it, it improved my skills and improved uh, the ways that I can help other people learn about uh, the outdoors. But being in the outdoors, um, I, was all, I was also on an industrial rope rescue team, so I was already familiar with high angles. Okay. And When you uh, say high angles, just for the listeners, what oh, do you mean by that? I mean, so steep that you can't get up it unless you're pulled up by okay a rope. okay yeah you can't walk down or up it okay okay or even uh you could walk down it but you couldn't pull somebody up it got without it. a rope got it got it uh, so, so my, again my motivation was helping people and being in the outdoors okay and maybe i have a uh, good potential to suffer i mean <laughs> generally it's the weather's bad i mean there's something that causes a problem but the weather's sure. bad or the rock is slippery or something like that there's their trouble so i'm I'm good at suffering. Okay. Okay. What about you, Danny? What was kind of your motivation and, and background? Um, I had a, a long interest in, in climbing in mountains, but didn't really uh, start getting into technical climbing until I was in like my late 30s. Hmm. Um, and just uh, never thought I would ever be qualified for something like that. But then uh, through meeting some folks, Sue was actually one of the first mountain rescue people that I met early in my climbing career um, and thought, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm more qualified than I thought, or hmm. maybe what the qualifications are different than what I had expected um, and found a really welcoming community and some some lifelong friendships there yeah, and yeah. just uh, being able to take a uh, my gifts and use them towards towards helping others, especially um others that are like in in a bad place (laughs) um when you're called out and as you mentioned you're a volunteer organization under sort of the umbrella of 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 the lane county sheriff search and rescue so are they sort of are they in charge and you kind of kind of work 
for lack of a better phrase, for them during a rescue? Are they the ultimate authority, or is it that you're kind of a free agent, if you will, but still under the auspices of their sheriff's department? Yeah, this is Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely, the Lane County Sheriff is in charge. They're mm-hmm. responsible for rescues in Lane County. Okay. So we work with them, but they might not be right where we are. Yeah. I mean, they could be uh, in their vehicle, and then we could be out in the field. So they're they're the incident commander. We use the, the common rescue term of incident command system that's used all across the U.S. for um, uh, emergencies okay. that need to be dealt with in a certain way um, but we we do work together really really closely to come up with what's the criteria for Eugene Mountain Rescue how are you, how are people qualified um, can they do this can they be in that position are they qualified for to be the safety on the team you know so we work with them on that but they are ultimately responsible sure sure well it seems to me and I'd love to however you're comfortable sharing kind of the history of Eugene Mountain Rescue but it, it seems like you know it's a great idea but it must have been born out of the fact that you know a sheriff's search and rescue team can't be everywhere at once and obviously it's it's going to require more resources than they may be able to pull together is that sort of the genesis of of of, of a team such as yours is the fact that hey you know what we can't do it all sheriff's office we need skilled people who can be assembled quickly and have the right talents and knowledge to be able to help us is that is that a general idea yeah i think the starting point was long before and maybe the sheriff was um in charge of it but that uh the, there was a group of climbers, mm-hmm. and there were re- there were rescues that needed to be done, and nobody, no skills, or there was no organization to do it. Yeah. So I believe that started. So Eugene Mountain Rescue was back in the 60s, and I think um, they were Obsidian members as well. So they kind of started their own rescue team, and uh, I've been doing this for 19 years. And when I started, it was uh, not as formal as it is now. Okay. Their relationship with with the Lane County Sheriff, but uh, as we've grown to be able to number one go um, attend more rescues and respond much more quickly than we used to um, before we didn't necessarily have our gear all packed and ready to go there weren't as many call outs and now we all have our gear packed mm-hmm. and, and and ready to go okay. so yes it started uh in very informally and then it's grown more formal as as we've come along as our skills have increased sure sure in the name, it says Eugene Mountain Rescue, but obviously I imagine you respond to a lot of crises throughout Lane County, which of course is made up of mountains, but also coast and 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 just wilderness areas. So, Danny, my question to you is kind of, is there a, um, a kind of rescue that's the most prevalent? I'm thinking, is it somebody who is skilled as a climber but gets in and and, and has a a problem weather related or maybe even just a bit above their skill level or is it the weekend warrior who's out mushroom picking or something like that and gets lost is there maybe it's all of the above but is there a kind of situation that you tend to respond to the most that's a really good question um that's uh something we hear a lot is that uh oh you must go out for climbers Mm -hmm. Well, we do go out for climbers, but um, you know, rock climbing or mountaineering incidents are actually relatively rare in hmm. the world of of search and rescue countywide. Um, I've been on far more industrial accidents for really? things like uh, uh, logging-related accidents, hmm. motor vehicle accidents, down planes. 
um, hikers that have taken a tumble or wandered off trail. Mushroom hunters <laughs> is unfortunately really common, especially this time of year. Sure. Uh, so anywhere... Um, Anywhere where, you know, people go and recreate um, and they may not even have necessarily, you know, been far off road or off trail, but they've somehow gotten themselves into trouble on on steep terrain or or lost in a a mountainous or forested area. Yeah, yeah. I just just wanted to add maybe our most common technical rescue that we've done many, many times is at Blue Pool. Mm. with people jumping off the edge and getting themselves in trouble. Yeah, yeah, which of course Blue Pool is going to be operating under different rules because of that, because it's mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 such a prevalent thing. Well, let's take our break. We're, we're talking with uh, Sue Zenny and we're talking to Danny Harris. They're both from Eugene Mountain Rescue. We'll be right back. I'm Jen White with NPR. If you're fortunate enough to have collected a few classic cars over the years, here's a thought. Give them a new life by donating one or more to support this station. They'll be matched with interested buyers, collectors just like you who know a great car when they see one. You free up some space in the garage, the classic car gets a new home, and proceeds support this station. It's a win-win. Thanks in advance. We're back talking to Sue Zenny and uh, Danny Harris from Eugene Mountain Rescue. Um... You know, I'm, I'm curious, um, Oregon, I, I sometimes feel like we're sort of a victim of our own success. What I mean by that is this, you know, for example, Mount Hood is a challenging mountain, but it probably almost is, is it, there are more accidents that happen, not necessarily because it's an incredibly challenging mountain, but because of the access. It's so close to a metro area like Portland. And of course, our Cascades, we can be there in an hour. And I, and I wonder, you know, sometimes in, in your experience, is it is it sometimes a combination of people who don't necessarily understand what it means to go into the Cascades or, or some of the more challenging areas and maybe overstating their endurance, their skills, you know, kind of maybe some of those things that happen that kind of lead to the accidents where you're going to get a call out? This is Sue. Mm-hmm. I, it, I think it's a it's a combination of things. Certainly, the accessibility is there, um, and sometimes it's the lack of gear, mm-hmm. and well, many times it's a lack of preparation. Yeah. Um, for example, going for a backpack, it is a sunny day, mm-hmm. but there's that snow that's coming the next day, and you have no gear, no way to navigate in the snow, and no clothes to wear to keep yourself warm. Um, if you're lucky, you can get a call out yeah. and and get rescued, uh, and I. But I don't want to discourage people from going outdoors. I just um, get with groups and learn more, especially to take on the more difficult uh, climbing or hiking or backpacking. Um, You know, get with a group to learn some of it before you do it on your own. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're at a, at a different level than most people with your skills and your training and so on and so forth. But I think you mentioned a, a group just a little while ago, like the Obsidians. There, there are hiking clubs throughout Oregon that, that you can learn some of these skills. Isn't that correct? Yeah, that's definitely correct. The Obsidians puts on a climb school. So if you want to learn basic climbing and mm-hmm. they'll um, take you up some of the easier mountains or the harder mountains once you get more experience but also in backpacking uh, they have people you can hike with there so the the leaders are trained to uh, make it to reduce the risk of being in the outdoors yeah it's interesting there's 
probably even some mythology about like a, a sheriff's rescue team. You think of young burly men out there helping people, but you just you just mentioned the fact that you've got you've got team members, some in their twenties, some in their sixties. I imagine it's a pretty good blend of, of men and women. It doesn't take you know a, a a big hefty guy to be a good rescue person. It just it it, it takes someone who who. I, I would imagine has great skills, but then also is is somebody who is and, and Sue, you mentioned this, someone who can who can suffer, who can take the the endurance and and just the the, the inclement weather, and, and and put up with it to be able to, to 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 reach the goal. Is that is that fair? Yeah, this is Danny. Um, yeah, a lot of people think that they've got to be you know a very high level rock climber, mm-hmm. like a five twelve rock climber, or have to have done something really. That's a good, scale like, of rock climbing yeah, challenge. Yeah, it's a very yeah. difficult rock mm-hmm. climb. Yeah. Or you know a very difficult mountain like Denali, mm-hmm. or um, that they have to have that kind of experience to do mountain rescue. Um, but the reality is, is that we're really looking for people more that um, first have the time to commit to the program, sure. uh, and secondly. Uh, can play well with others when things get stressful. Yeah. Um, can be a pleasant person in the yeah. middle of the night at yeah. 2.30 in the morning when you're cold and you're wet and you're hungry and you're tired and you're maybe frustrated. Sure. Um, and, you know, can still kind of like be a pleasant person and sure. be a, a good team member. Um, and then can reproduce those skills that we teach when when it counts and when you know when it's stressful and maybe when you know there's someone who needs help quickly and we need to get this done safely and fast and then you know get them to more medical care in a timely manner so uh those folks that can really like suffer well <laughs> when things are hard yeah, yeah um and and can like learn those skills and be both a good you know have good leadership skills but also play well as just a team member when you know when a decision's made and things have to get done that they just go ahead and go and yeah. reproduce those skills that we've practiced yeah yeah ahead, this is sue just one of my favorite things about the team is the teamwork the mm-hmm. diversity of the types of people and their backgrounds and their and their professions all of us working together to accomplish something i mean that's that's the best part and we and we do have to trust each other with our lives i mean when uh when danny sets up a system my life is going to be on it i trust that she knows um that how to set it up and there's someone to to double check her but it's the teamwork of the different types of people that that's what makes it so easy to stick around for this many years it's interesting, you know. I, I I did a show where I was talking to healthcare workers, and I remember uh, an emergency room doctor talking about, you know, I deal with people on the worst day of their lives, and in some ways, you kind of do too. And I wanted to pull the lens out a little bit about some of those softer skills because obviously, you're going to be finding someone who could be extremely, you know, injured and and really fearful for their life, but you also might be dealing with friends and family of somebody who's lost. And that outcome may not be great at the end. And I, I kind of wanted to, as as h- however comfortable you are, talk about a really challenging rescue that, w- that you were on. You don't have to give a lot of details, but just generally speaking, you know, how did you manage both the physical and the, the you know the, the 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 strategic challenge of a rescue but then also you know how did you deal with a lot of the emotions of yourself of your team of the victim of the any of the ancillary people that were part of that situation 
that's uh, that's a tough one. When there's okay. a situation, you you laser focus in on the patient and mm-hmm. and their care, but there is often there's another partner mm. to that person. So you need to uh, assign someone to them because they're they're a patient as well and maybe they're not physically hurt but they are mentally challenged sure. and and the, the whole situation is difficult so if we have enough people we'll assign um up care person to each both the, the hurt patient and and their partners uh and you, you just have to be aware of multiple things you want to take care of them you want the technical part of the systems to go well but you need that's why we want multiple people at different layers you want someone who can look at the whole situation under the umbrella uh, of what's going on and make sure that everyone is taken care of in there okay and it also the mental stress of our rescuers someone needs to be taking a look at that as well yeah yeah um what was a situation where it was a great outcome and maybe talk about what what all the things that happened that 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 you know the team did a great job you know uh you were extremely happy with how things happened maybe just kind of that you know that when it all worked really well if you can if you can recall as generally as you want Mm, there was a mission on three finger jack several years ago now where uh there were folks that had gotten off route on the mountain and they ended up in a really, really precarious location. Mm-hmm. We were part of a um, several teams that had gone back in along with Corvallis Mountain Rescue. Um, and uh, we were able to get the subjects to a place of safety where they could be brought off the mountain. Um, it was very sort of big and dramatic on the side <laughs> of a mountain, and there were helicopters involved, yeah. and, um, and everybody lived. <laughs> and that, that was a, a really... Um, uh, it was kind of like the Hollywood version of Mountain sure, Rescue. Sure. Uh, but those are great. Those, yeah. it's very rare to have those like great, big, exciting, big mountain missions, um, and have, have such a great outcome, but there, we have had a number of those over the years. Great. So do you, does Eugene Mountain Rescue, do you recruit, do people come to you and say, I want to do this and, and sort of what's that first step when somebody is thinking about joining uh, or, or, or wants to be a part of it. How, do, how does that kind of work? This is this is Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, often it'll start with something like a, an email okay. um, or a public event, uh, and people will express some interest or have some questions, um, and we'll just you know chat with them and kind of like give them the rundown on what the what the requirements are. Mm-hmm. Um, I and talk about that generally. If someone's listening to us and thinking, boy, I really want to do that, roughly speaking, what are those requirements? And you certainly talked about a time commitment, mm-hmm. but maybe give a give an idea of, of somebody out there listening going, yeah, maybe, maybe I fit that criteria, but I need to know what that criteria might be. Right. So to be a member of Eugene Mountain Rescue, first they have to do the regular search and rescue training. Okay. Uh, so the requirements for that would be to be able to have a, a pack with your gear in mm-hmm. it, to pass a physical fitness test, um, depending, Eugene Mountain Rescue has a higher physical fitness limit than the regular um, ground search and rescue. Okay. So you need to be able to um, pass that test, which is basically carrying a pack a certain distance at a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to pass a background check. Mm-hmm. 
trying to think of what what other and generally if you you need some familiarity with the outdoors okay okay and you talked about this test is that administered by eugene mountain rescue or is that the search and rescue the sheriffs that would administer that, that? are you saying the physical test? yeah exactly uh we I would say they they keep the paperwork on okay, it. Sure. Uh, we do it in groups, and then okay. we also anybody in the incoming um, search and rescue class will help um, members of both ground search and Eugene Mountain Rescue will help them or proctor them in their physical fitness test. Got it. Got it. You know, my last question as we wrap up, you know, in in, in you both have done this for quite some time is, is is sort of have you learned something about i don't know human spirit about about the the will to survive the 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 the, the will of both a, vi- a victim who needs help and the will of of someone such as yourself who's going to go and save that person has it kind of i don't know is, has it has it has it made you feel better about us as people um, in terms of, you know, you mentioned one of the reasons why you wanted to get into this is to help people. Has that, has that, or maybe to answer the question, has that fulfilled that need for you, Sue, about, yeah, I've really been able to help people and that's really kind of, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better opportunity to do that. Certainly, I've had the opportunity to help many people, but, mm-hmm. and also not just help the patients now, but help the future patients by mm-hmm. helping train our next set of Eugene Mountain Rescue uh, members to help with the rescue. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Danny? Um, yeah, definitely had the opportunity to to help help subjects and and help families. Uh, a lot of what we what we do um, is, you know, often the outcomes of mission are determined long before we get a phone call, hmm. um, and then it ends up being a, a recovery mission. Okay. And being able to provide closure to a family, uh, and you know, return their loved one to them. Yeah. Um, it's it's been uh, really just rewarding on a level that I I didn't really anticipate. Um, it also can be very consuming sure, <laughs> on a level that uh, that I didn't uh, anticipate either. Um, but uh, you know, as far as like, it's it's really really provided some like purpose for mm-hmm. um, those interests and gifts that I had, uh, and an outlet for that to be able to kind of use that for the um, for the greater outdoor community and and the, just the community at large. Great, great. Well, for those of us who venture in the outdoors, we're glad you're out there. Um, Sue Zenny from uh, is the president of Eugene Mountain Rescue, and Danny Harris, the communications director, also from Eugene Mountain Rescue. Thanks so much for coming in and talking to us. Thanks, Thank Michael. you. That was our conversation with Sue Zenny and Danny Harris of Eugene Mountain Rescue. When something goes wrong in our wilderness areas, Eugene Mountain Rescue is a big part of helping anyone in distress. This has been the Oregon Rainmakers podcast on KLCC. I'm Michael Dunn, your host. Thanks for listening.